The LA Kings have locked up one of their key young pieces. I'll tell you why it's a solid move for the team. Plus, we know about Jacob Chikrin. Who are the other names out there the Kings could be targeting at the trade deadline? And what's the latest in the Pacific Division playoff race? All that coming up on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us part of your day. Uh, we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. I am Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and, of course, a passionate LA Kings fan the past 30 years. The big news since we last left you regarding the LA Kings was a signing of young defenseman Mikey Anderson to an eight-year contract extension worth $33 million. The average annual value is $4.125 million. Mikey is 23 years old, soon to be 24 years old. He'll be under contract with the Kings through the 2030-31 season, and that'll be until he's in his early 30s. Uh, you might remember he was a restricted free agent this offseason, and he signed a one-year, $1 million contract right before training camp. Anderson has set career highs in assists with 11 and points with 13 over 55 games this season. GM Rob Blake said about the signing, quote, we are excited to have a player of Mikey Anderson's caliber signed to the Kings long-term. Mikey has not only developed into a trusted, shutdown player on the ice, but a well-respected individual in the room, and we envision continuing to grow into our leadership core, end quote. Now, some people might uh, be taken aback by the eight-year deal for a defensive defenseman, but again, he's only 23. Uh, again, going to turn 24 here in a couple of months, uh, and the deal, again, takes him into his early 30s. Uh, he would be a, you know, still a productive player uh, throughout the contract, so um, the term, the length of it anyway, of the deal, I don't think is maybe as um, surprising as some people might think, um, and you know, over $4 million, just over $4 million per season. Um, and that's going to look better and better as the years go on and the salary cap goes up. Uh, Mikey Anderson, certainly not a flashy player. Uh, he doesn't do much offensively as far as his numbers go, but he is a good puck mover. He is a very good skater. Uh, he does a good job starting the offense while usually having his teammates finish things off. Uh, eventually, um, you know, every good, solid team has a good, solid shutdown defenseman. And I think Mikey Anderson certainly fits that bill for the LA Kings. Again, you know, he, he, you talk about signings and re-signings. And, and again, a lot of fans aren't going to be maybe too excited about this because, again, he's not a flashy player, doesn't put up a lot of offensive numbers, but he does a lot of the other things that are necessary for a team to be a good team. You've got to have defensemen who are good on defense first and foremost yeah you'd like to have uh guys that can do both uh those are your elite defensemen you know guys like uh, kale mccarr miro heiskanen in dallas mccarr in colorado those kind of guys he's not one of those guys obviously but he is very very good at what he does well which is to play defense and again yes he's not going to put it in the net necessarily very very often he might not even get a lot of primary assists but he does do things 
well to start the Kings offense. So uh, again, I think it's a very solid signing for the LA Kings. Um, again, it's, it's, some people might raise an eyebrow because of an eight year deal, but again, he's a very young man and this takes him through the core years of his career. So no, I don't have an issue with the length of the deal at all. Obviously if he gets injured or something catastrophic happens, then the Kings would be on the hook, um, you know, for those years, but there's also long-term injury reserve. If there is some sort of disastrous thing that were to happen to Mikey Anderson, which isn't likely um, he has no injury history. As far as his career goes, you never know. Um, Things happen that are unexpected, but, all in all, I think a very solid, solid signing for the LA Kings. And, and I think when you saw what Mikey Anderson was able to do in the playoffs last year when he was matched up head-to-head uh, against Connor McDavid, I think there were a lot of very encouraging things. Now, yes, McDavid put up some crazy numbers, but um, you know he's the greatest player in the world. And I thought there were a lot of times where Mikey Anderson matched up one-on-one with the best player in hockey, um, did a very good job. So again, I like the signing. Um, I think it's very reasonable. We'll only get better going forward. And while Mikey Anderson doesn't dazzle you, uh, he does a lot of very, very good things that will help the LA Kings win. Now, during the Dustin Brown retirement ceremony, there was a lot of talk about the core four for the LA Kings. And usually when you look at teams, typically there is a core of four players that you would like to build your team around. Usually it's a goalie and a defenseman, and a couple of forwards. And that obviously was the case with the LA Kings. When you look at Jonathan Quick in net, Andre Kovacar and, and uh, Dustin Brown up front, and Drew Doughty on defense. Now, who is the next core four for the LA Kings? Uh, it's still to be determined, I think. Certainly names like Brant Clark and Quentin Byfield uh, at one point. I think the Kings will certainly hope that those guys could develop into a core four. You look at the financial commitment the Kings have made to a Kevin Fiala. Certainly, you would think of him as one of those guys as well. Maybe a Mikey Anderson is a part of that. Uh, certainly, they've made a long-term commitment to him. They think he's a very important piece of the LA Kings. Maybe he's not that core four piece, but if he's not, he's I think he's right on the outside looking in. And I think that Rob Blake alluded to something that maybe a lot of hockey fans don't take into account, and that is the leadership aspect of things. And certainly, that was talked a lot about during the Dustin Brown retirement ceremony. Um, and, and that is an important part of any team. You need to have those guys in your locker room that are going to hold the other players accountable. That's going to lead by example and and do those types of things. And Mikey Anderson isn't wearing a letter on his Jersey at this point, but from what you hear, um, that could be happening in the not too distant future. And maybe even wearing a C, uh, at some point in his career as the captain of of the LA Kings, maybe in a Mateus Nordstrom type of a role. Uh, if you go back a little ways, if you're an LA Kings fan, like I, like I am. So again, a key piece of the LA Kings now locked up for many years, Mikey Anderson under contract for eight years for the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, now he's not Mikey Anderson, a Jacob Chikrin type of a player, uh, but there are some other names out there other than Chikrin uh, that are talked about as far as maybe the Kings targeting at the upcoming trade deadline. So what are those other players and what are the possibilities We'll get into that in just a second, but first I need to let you know that today's episode of Locked LA Kings is brought to you by FanDuel. At the midway point of the NBA season, uh, it is now the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. 
Then you can bet on anything from the money line to point spreads to three-pointers made in a game, whatever you want. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-day parlay. So don't miss your chance to get in on the action now and get in on your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Well, the LA Kings uh, held their new FanFest event last night. Um, back in the day, I loved going to Tip a King. Uh, did not uh, take part in this latest FanFest activity. Um, not sure if you did or not. Would be curious what your feedback is on it. Um, but GM Rob Blake took part in a State of the Franchise event. Uh, you may have seen a tweet sent out by friend of the show and LA Kings insider Zach Dooley, who is he is at Dooley L A K D O L L E Y. If you're curious, uh, and the tweet said, "Quote: One thing is very clear from Rob Blake's availability tonight. He's not opposed to making a trade, but only if it definitely makes the Kings better. Won't make a move to make a move, and won't subtract from the group that he likes as is." End quote. And uh, you can go check out. Uh, the LA Kings insider, uh, Zach Dooley, for more on what Rob Blake had to say at that State of the Franchise event. But this is pretty much what I've been saying all along. Um, yes, uh, the Kings have stockpiled a good young group of talent uh, to possibly move as pieces in a trade to make the team better. We obviously know all about the Jacob Chikrin situation, and that's a possibility. Um, it would make a lot of sense in a number of, of areas, but I think Kings fans should kind of prepare themselves for LA again, not making a big splash. We've talked about it for many reasons, Arizona, not looking to move off of their asking price because they don't have to trade Jacob Chikrin. I know that a lot has been made and certainly we brought it up the other day when the Coyotes decided to scratch Jacob Chikrin for trade related reasons, which is kind of a new term we're now hearing uh, in the NHL. Um, but judging by everything I've seen and, and heard, and again, this is not a surprise, Arizona doesn't have to trade Jacob Chikrin. Again, he's under contract for two more years. They could trade him in the offseason. They could trade him next season. Uh, all the things that make him an attractive player still make him an attractive player going forward, unless, of course, he were to get hurt, and there are some injury issues with him in the past. But the point is, I think the whole – uh, healthy scratch thing with Jacob Chikrin that got a lot of people's attention because normally that means that a deal is inevitable. I think maybe it's just a negotiating ploy, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know that Arizona is any more inclined to trade Jacob Chikrin tomorrow uh, as they have been over the last few weeks. I don't know that they're any closer to moving because they're not moving off of their asking price. And again, nor should they. They are in a position of strength. They don't have to trade him. He's not an unrestricted free agent that's going to walk for nothing at the end of the season. So it doesn't appear that anything is imminent. And it, it certainly appears from the comments by Rob Blake, who is generally a straight shooter. Uh, he's not a guy who usually tries to be, you know, uh, coy or secretive or, you know, tell you one thing and do something else. Usually he lets you know, honestly, what he's thinking and what he's going to do. And I, I take him at his word. For this, and and I, I think he's made the offer to Arizona, and obviously, if it had been good enough, the, the trade would have been made. And again, I think Arizona is not going to move off their asking price. And so, unless something changes, and I don't see why it would, 
Uh, I just don't see the Jacob Chikrin trade happening for the LA Kings. Um, so there are some other options out there for the LA Kings if they want to do something, if it makes sense, uh, according to Rob Blake. Um, and some of the other names we've been hearing, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll include Jacob Chikrin in this because we have talked about him before, but we know that not everybody listens or watches every show. So Jacob Chikrin, real quick, he is the number one defenseman available on everyone's list. Certainly number one left-handed defenseman as well. 24 years old, so the age is great now and moving forward. He's already in his seventh NHL season, so he's a young veteran. Six foot two, 220 pounds, got good size, seven goals, 21 assists, and 36 games this season. He can give you 20 minutes a night. He can play on the power play. He is under contract, like I said, for two more seasons uh, and can play, you know, in a lot of different areas. He is more offensive than defenseman, but he's not a liability defensively as well. Um, 4.6 million per year is the average annual value of his contract, which is very reasonable, a good all-around defender. Um, so that's kind of what uh, Jacob Chicken brings to the table. Um, as far as what the Coyotes are asking, the report is they want three pieces and two of them have to be first-round picks or equivalent to first-round picks, meaning recent first-round picks of a team. And like I said, uh, they're not moving off that asking price, nor should they. So I don't see the Kings paying that price. Uh, and, and I think Rob Blake was alluding to that with his comments, but we shall see. We mentioned the other day also uh, the player that's kind of number two on everyone's list and that is defenseman Vladislav Gabrikov of the Columbus Blue Jackets. He also has been scratched from the Blue Jackets lineup for trade-related reasons. Um, he is the clear number two, but kind of a distant number two as the as far as the defensemen out there that are looked to be on the move uh, on the list. Um, he's in his fourth NHL season. He's obviously a left-handed defenseman, 27 years old, 6'3", 220 pounds, three goals, seven assists in 52 games this season. He's got a cap hit of $2.8 million. Uh, he is a defensive defenseman, doesn't give you much offensively. He is physical. Um, reports are the Blue Jackets want a first-round pick and additional picks and prospects for Vladislav Gavrikov. Unlike Chikrin, uh, the Blue Jackets aren't in a position of strength to deal him because he is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. So they want to move him because they don't want to be left with nothing in return for him. So there is some pressure maybe for them to move off of their asking price uh, as the, the clock ticks on the deadline. So we've mentioned those two guys before, but some of the other names we have not mentioned that I want to put out there. Um, Jake McCabe of the Chicago Blackhawks is a player that Chicago is looking to move. Now he's 29 years old. He's in his 10th NHL season, six foot one, 200 pounds. He is, uh, has a cap hit of $4 million. He is under contract for two more years after this season. Uh, he has two goals and 15 assists in 50 games this year. Reliable veteran, defensive defenseman he has had some injury issues in his past although he's been healthy this year um again just a reliable guy um uh, hawks reportedly looking though for a first round pick and a prospect in return uh, it is being reported that chicago might be willing to retain half of his salary uh joel edmondson is another player uh, on the list that could be available a left-handed defenseman although he has some back issues uh, recently, which might uh, certainly have some teams looking to move off of him. Uh, he plays for the Montreal Canadiens, but you might remember him as a member of the St. Louis Blues, a part of their Stanley Cup winning team not that long ago. He's 29 years old. He is in his eighth NHL season, six foot five, 220 pounds under contract for one, one more season after this year at $3.5 million. 
Uh, one goal, five assists in 39 games this season. So another defensive defenseman. Um, mentioned he was a part of the Stanley Cup winning team of the St. Louis Blues. And there are reports the Canadians are asking for a first-round pick and a prospect. Jacob Chikrin's teammate uh, in Arizona, Shane Gostaspear, also apparently available. He's 29 years old. He's in his ninth NHL season. He's 5'11", 180 pounds. He is a puck-moving offensive defenseman, can play on the power play. He has nine goals and 20 assists in 48 games this season in Arizona. Uh, according to Coyotes reporter Craig Morgan, Gossespierre is now back on the ice at practice. He had missed over a month with an upper body injury, so he is coming off an injury. Uh, so that might uh, keep some uh, potential buyers away from him until he can display uh, you know, what he can do on the ice that he's fully healthy. But he is reportedly going to get back on the ice soon. And I'm sure the Coyotes, uh, I don't know if they're pushing for that. I don't know if he's pushing for it as well. He is ahead of schedule with the injury. Uh, and that is, it could certainly be a factor that he's looking to get out there to show what he can do so that he can be moved at the deadline. Uh, he is making $4.5 million and he'll be an unrestricted free agent after this season. Former Kings defenseman Oli Mata's name uh, had been out there, um, but uh, he was re-signed by the Detroit Red Wings earlier today. So he's now off of the market. Um, there's also Matthias Ekholm, who plays for the Nashville Predators. Uh, and the Predators right now are in one of those weird spots. They are not out of it in the wild card race in the Central Division in the Western Conference, but they could be soon. They're right on the edge. And so their longtime GM, David Boyle, the only GM they've ever had in their history, is trying to figure out, are we buyers? Are we a buyer or are we a seller? It looks like they're going to be a seller, and if that's the case, then Matthias Ekholm could be a name out there. He's been a pretty good player for him. Uh, he does have a pretty big cap hit, but it's not known at this point whether or not he would be available uh, or not. So those are some of the names that are out there. Uh, and and other than Jacob Chikrin, uh, do any of those guys really wow you, impress you, excite you? Uh, and just about all those guys, apparently the asking price is a number one pick and a prospect or later round picks. It's a pretty high price to pay for some of these guys, in my opinion. I mean, wouldn't we rather just have Jacob Movarari up as an insurance policy if something happens on that left side? Um, like I said, unless some of these teams are willing to come off that, that basket price and maybe, uh, you know, um, the, the blue jackets would with Gabrikov, maybe the coyotes would with gosh, the spear, because they are UFAs at the end of the season and they don't want these guys to walk for nothing. Maybe that's a possibility later on. Um, but, uh, it, it, it remains to be seen. I, I'm just saying other, other than Jacob Chikrin, who would be a big splash and would be uh, certainly a help to the Kings this season and beyond. Um, I don't know that any of these other guys are really all that uh, exciting uh, that are, you know, really missing pieces that we're willing to give up first round traffic for. Um, but that appears to be the price for all these guys. Um, and uh, they all have their pluses and minuses, but that's the list of some of the left-handed defensemen that apparently are out there available for the LA Kings. If the price is right. I feel like a game show host right now. Uh, we're going to update you on the latest news involving a very tight Pacific division race. And there's good news for LA uh, as they have not lost their hold on second place over the past couple of days, even though some of the teams that are in the hunt have played games. We'll update you on that and what's coming up as well. But first I want to let you know uh, that you need to check out locked on NHL prospects. It's a podcast that's part of the locked on podcast network. 
And it's your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft plus NHL draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team locked on NHL prospects available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here's the latest in the Pacific Division standings. And if you haven't paid attention, um, a couple of the Kings opponents have missed some opportunities over the past couple of days. On Tuesday, the Seattle Kraken lost to the Winnipeg Jets in a shootout. That kept Seattle one point back of L.A. in the division for second place. Last night, the Edmonton Oilers lost at home to the Detroit Red Wings 5-4 in a shootout. So they did get a point like Seattle did. But again, that keeps them from moving into a tie with L.A. in points. So the Kings are still alone in second place in the Pacific Division. The Kings have 67 points. The Kraken and the Oilers both have 66. So heading into tonight's action, Vegas still on top in the Pacific. They have one point. They are one point up on the L.A. Kings. And again, the Golden Knights are uh, going to be in action tonight, hosting the San Jose Sharks. Seattle and Edmonton, uh, both one point back of L.A. in second place. The Kraken will host the Flyers tonight. The Oilers are off. Uh, so uh, if you're like me, there will be some scoreboard watching tonight. Uh, so we could say go Sharks uh, tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights uh, and go Flyers as well against the Seattle Kraken. But right now, your LA Kings still in second place, one point out of first in the Pacific Division. We have not checked in on the Ontario Reign in a bit. Uh, the Reign lost last night in San Jose against the Barracuda, 4-3 in overtime. Cal Peterson was in net. He allowed four goals on 41 shots. As for Cal, what he's done so far since being put on waivers and sent down to Ontario, his record 11-8-2. He has a goals against average of 2.66 and a save percentage of 9.18 with one shutout. In his last five outings, he is 2-2-1. As far as the rest of the rain in that loss against San Jose, Elias Anderson uh, Samuel Hellenius and Jacob Movarari all scored goals for Anderson, his team leading 21st of the season. Uh, the captain of the Ontario Reign, TJ Tynan, had an assist. He leads the team with 49 points. I think he's like three or four as far as points go in the entire uh, AHL. Uh, the Reign are 26 and 26, 26 26 uh, on the season for fifth place in the 10 team Pacific Division. Uh, their next game is Friday at home against the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So there's your rain report for this week. Don't forget tomorrow, we have a Feedback Friday show. Your emails and your YouTube comments, uh, as well as your questions, will be read on the show and answered tomorrow. So you still have a chance to let your voice be heard. If you are interested, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. And of course, you can just place your comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Dustin Brown's big night, uh, what's going on with the trade deadline or anything else, Mikey Anderson's contract, anything else you want to talk about involving the LA Kings. Uh, Looking forward to reading and uh, sharing your feedback on our Friday feedback show coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, we are on Twitter at LockedOnLAKings, and we're also on Instagram at LockedOnLAKings. If anything big goes down after we've recorded our daily show, we'll have some instant reaction on those platforms and also keeping you up to date, uh, especially on Twitter with what's going on with the other teams in the Pacific Division on a nightly basis and all the other news out there involving the trade deadline and some of the players we've talked about, news revolving them uh, as well. Thank you for making Locked on LA Kings your First listen every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
Again, want to invite you to check out Locked On NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft, plus NHL draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team. Locked On NHL Prospects, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much for listening and for watching this episode of Locked On LA Kings. Have a great day, and as always, go Kings go.